the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome back. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. And uh, we got a lot to talk about in the show today. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is the the key to building up wealth: is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And uh, and that means putting away at least ten percent plus the company match. This show we started ten years ago talking about savings. The savings rate was close to zero. It's now uh, it's now about five percent, and and it's moving up higher. People are getting it. Houston is the number fourth best saving city in the United States of America. Number four best saving city in the United States of America, which is pretty exciting. The only people ahead of us are I think Hartford, uh, San Jose, and San Francisco. Uh, Basically, uh, one of them's a big benefits town, and uh, with, with insurance with Hartford, and then you, you got some of the Silicon Valley people out there. Uh, so that that's exciting, and, and so we really, um, you know, things are really changing for the better out there, and and this is so important because we understand in the world today and in highly highly uncertain times uh, that we we have. Uh, uh, a massive slowdown in in the emerging markets. We have a, a China, which is poaching poaching U.S. jobs continuously, adding tariffs and taxes and different things to keep U.S. companies out of there. Uh, it's a, it's it's a country with massive twenty seven trillion dollars worth of debt. They've added more debt than than the U.S. and J- Japanese banking system combined since the financial crisis in two thousand eight. They're in trouble. You have the Europeans. Uh, that uh, uh, a group that appears to be completely falling apart over there, uh, and you have the United States government. We've been running up uh, some five hundred to trillion dollar deficits for the last eight years, and we know we can't support some of these things like Social Security and uh, different types of benefits. And so you're going to have to save for your retirement. In a highly uncertain world, it's more important to save money more than anything else. And the one good thing the Chinese have got going for is they're massive savers. In the U.S. used to be massive savers. We used to save 8 to 10 to 12% of our income back in the in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and then all of a sudden it started going down. It's time to re- return to that savings philosophy. And, and so that's what our show is all about helping people save, helping people build up for retirement. Uh, you know, where where do I start today? Uh, the uh, couple interesting dis- things. Uh, I did not get a chance to go down to the Tesla dealership to, to put down my deposit for the new uh, 
the, the new, what is it, the Model 3, the, the $35,000 car that they're, they're going to come up with. And uh, but a hundred and about one hundred and eight, eighty nine thousand, almost two hundred thousand people did go down to the Tesla dealership to put down a thousand dollars, and which is a uh, it's a pretty good deal uh, for for the car. And uh, this car is not coming out till two thousand seventeen, late two thousand seventeen, which is just fascinating. It, it and it really goes to show you what Tesla's done. With, with the electric car, I, I I do think electric cars in many cases are are somewhat of a future. I mean, in Texas, we really need gasoline cars. We have such big distances to go, and uh, we look. We live in a hurricane zone, and and we've all been without power for a week or so in some hurricanes. And so you kind of realize that 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 uh, that electric car works really well until there's no electricity, and then all of a sudden it fails. So you need a gas powered car, but it would be cool to have. Uh, an electric car, particularly just for commuting. And Tesla, Tesla's been very, very smart about this. If you look at, if you look at Toyota, the Tesla, I mean, all you have to do is, is get behind the, the, the driver of uh, the, excuse me, the Prius, uh, the Toyota Prius. And you're like, the minute you get behind the guy, uh-oh, a Prius just got in front of me. I know the guy's going to drive 55 miles an hour in the 65 zone. And I know he's going to sit there and go slow as molasses. And, and you're like, oh, no, how did this happen? How did I get behind this guy? And, and so basically the philosophy got to be if you're a driver of an electric car, you were someone that was going to go pretty slow and, you know, and basically an environmentalist. And, and it just you didn't make any difference how, how you're going to get to work. Not Tesla. Tesla comes out with a sports car. It makes it very fast. So everybody wants the sports car. Even though they go the same speed as most other cars, they look cool, they're sporty, and there's something people want. So no one wants to be seen in a Tesla. Uh, and, and, you know, if you've ever been to California, or have you been to California? Oh, well. Easy. Okay. Well, here's what happens in California. If you go through some of the uh, really nice neighborhoods, what you'll see is you'll see they've got the Toyota Prius par- uh, parked out, uh, Palo Alto and places like that. They got their Toyota Prius parked out in front of the garage. Okay. So everybody can see the Toyota Prius. Now, if you open the garage door up, there's a Mercedes Benz or a high powered BMW or something else that they don't want anybody to see. They want everyone to see their little Prius out in front. So they're part of the, you know, the, uh, save the planet clan out there. And, but it, it's, it's really amazing. And so it, it's this, it's this really on one side, you got, uh, you've got the, uh, the Tesla, uh, in it with, with the model S a high, uh, people perceive as a high speed sports car and then on the other side, you've got the Toyota Prius, which people basically view as 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 a, a slowpoke car. Uh, and, and so the the Tesla cars are flying off the shelf. The Toyota is struggling a little bit. Oh, it's been a very successful car. And so Tesla changed the game on that. And so it's really fascinating. Big story this week. One hundred eighty nine thousand people came out for this. And and. Uh, so we'll see where it goes. Now, being in Houston and having an hour commute every day, the idea of a self-driving car where I can get behind the car wheel, hit the button, and the car drives around, particularly in the uh, the toll lane, and I can just sail into town while reading the Wall Street Journal or something, to me, has a lot of real appeal. 
but uh, that's what for another time. The uh, anyway, so 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 it's how you present things. Tesla came out and presented, hey, an electric car is a very fast car. With electricity, we can put big motors in there, and they can outrun the the biggest uh, gasoline engines. Toyota uh, came up with a slowpoke car, and uh, one changed the game, and one sort of hasn't. And, and that, that that's the world we live in. The uh, on the other side of that, oil prices this week, we, we've got a, a couple things. You know, we we've been our most recent max out savings report. We we pointed out the shadow inventory that's out there and that's going to have to come onto the market. Uh, billions of dollars worth of uh, billions, millions of gallons of gas, but 160 uh, million barrels of increased uh, per, uh, storage. And, and what we calculated out, it was going to take about, I, I want to say, uh, uh, about at 400,000 barrels a day, it was going to take like 400 days to work down this inventory. And this is why. Get oil ran up some, and then it's kind of come back into the into the March, uh, uh, into the back into the mid thirty area. This is going to take some time. The reason we put that out in the report is understand it's going to take some time for recovery. I have people still telling me oil is going to be seventy or eighty by year end, and it's just it's it's not going to happen. We'd be all thrilled if it is, but you have to look at production. I saw some numbers today that Russia just hit record oil production. They're not really hurting, and and the Saudis are saying that they're not cutting. In a big field in between Kuwait, in the forbidden zone between Kuwait and Saudi Arabia's come on production, uh, and then it's not going to come back. They're they're going to sit down at the table. There's a lot of posturing going on. We got a meeting coming up in mid March. Hopefully, we'll get some reasonably good expectations, and we can at least stabilize oil prices, and maybe later in this year get it closer to fifty. And that's sort of what we're hoping for. But in the interim, it's a pretty tough time in Houston. And so, yeah, I, I think a lot of the oil company stocks are sort of ahead of themselves here. Uh, I think you're going to have somewhat of a pullback in here, and you use the pullbacks to to put on to to to, to put on positions there. That's sort of I get a lot of questions coming in on the email uh, and at the website just on what's going to happen with oil. That that's sort of my 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 feeling on oil. This has been a huge. I mean, really, this thing has been very similar, very, very similar to the decline in the uh, in the uh, in two thousand and nine, and and I, and I think it's going to continue to be that way. Uh, in fact, let me see if I can pull up a quick. Uh, have that here. Well, I don't have it right here, but the uh, I had a chart here somewhere of oil prices, and, and really that that was pretty much it. I mean, it, it, very similar. And this is one of the problems we're seeing at very difficult time. We've seen a commodity collapse that's gone back to levels very close to, and in many cases, underneath the commodity indexes are underneath 2009 levels. And understand what a tough and difficult world we live in. And and, and one of the problems we have, and, and what's made it particularly hard, in my opinion, to solve some of these problems is is the Obama administration, and particularly the media in this country, has has so much invested in telling people that the economy is getting better in the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has banked all their credibility on pushing up asset prices with the theory that asset prices, we can move the economy from jobs, industrial production, 
plant and equipment, research and development, and building things in jobs and job growth and wage growth is, is a measure of economy. And what Janet Yellen has done is goes, no, 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 really, let's instead put the stock market in an asset prices in place of that. And we can push those up and eventually they'll come along. Uh, it's similar, it, 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 you know, the, Ronald Reagan kind of said, look, we'll cut taxes, the rich will work harder, we'll get more money coming in. The Federal Reserve under Janet Yellen and Ben Bernanke, they're very radical in their thinking. What they really said is, no, they don't need to do that. Let's just make them richer, and then their money will come down. I think that's a moral, morally bankrupt stance. I, I fundamentally believe that the Federal Reserve is a threat to capitalism. I, I don't believe in some of the research is starting to prove this out that capitalism works in a zero interest rate environment. The only place a zero interest rate environment works. You want to know where it works? You know where it works? In Islam. Yeah. Uh, I think the Quran, which I haven't read, nor do I care to read, I believe it's, 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 it's diametrically opposed to the Christian faith and an enemy of the Christian faith, but uh, it's for another day. But, but they, they don't believe in interest rate. I believe you need an in, a, a, an interest rate, a return on capital. That is the the bedrock of the capitalist system, which has built the greatest country on the planet. Uh, the the capitalist system, coupled with our free market economy and a constitution, a rule of law, nobody in the world has ever have have surpassed us. Nobody, it's no place. We have done so much good for the world; it's unbelievable. It, and so, but I, so I believe at zero interest rates, the capitalist system starts breaking down for a couple things. It, it removes price discovery from the situations where people really don't know what assets are priced at. It becomes, and then it also it's a huge penalty to savers in your country. You want to reward people that are frugal and save money. Uh, hence, save aggressively, invest conservatively. Our philosophy: you want to reward those people. You don't want to penalize those people. And the Federal Reserve has said, "Look, we're willing to penalize the savers in this country to try to get the economy going." The Federal Reserve, I believe, ha- there's people in there that are socialist, and I think the socialist-leaning people are starting to move the, the the band at the Federal Reserve. And I, and I think it needs to be based on a capitalist system, and you need to do what you can to make the capitalist system function. The function of the Federal Reserve is to step in in times of emergency to provide lending to the financial system. It's not to engage in a planned economy, and it's not in, it's not to engage in grand social experiments that risk capitalism. This is an important thing. You're going to hear more about this in the election. A number of the Republican presidential candidates are, are really very, very concerned about the Federal Reserve. And this, you're going to see more about this. And so we're going to have to kind of push back on the Federal Reserve a little bit. They're kind of over, as we like to say, they're sort of over their skis in this situation, and they need to get back. They need to pull away from central planning and go back to their original model, which is to provide liquidity in time of a crisis. Now, we got a number of other things to talk about. Some questions coming up with IRAs, a stretch IRA. We're going to be talking about the uh, uh, the markets, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, some things that are happening around the world with the dollar that are very important. Stick with us. And by the way, if you haven't gone to the website and sign up for the freeze newsletter, we also have a seminar our, our seminar that we had to cancel about two weeks ago. We've rescheduled to next week. You can sign up. It's in NASA Clear Lake area. Just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. 
Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Attention users of the blood thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Best offer ever from Gallery Furniture. Come out to Gallery Furniture right now. Buy a queen or king-size sleep set, $2,000 or higher. Pick the winning party, the presidential election, November 2016. Be it the Democrats or Republicans. And if the party you pick wins, your mattress purchase is free, free, free. No reason to buy a mattress anywhere else. Come to Gallery Furniture. Buy a queen or king-size sleep set, $2,000 or higher. Pick the winning party, the presidential election. If your party wins, your mattress purchase is free, free, free. Hurry in today. This is a very limited offer. See store for details. Hugh Hewitt, defense, Ted Cruz. There's allegations of terrible things by Ted. I don't believe a word of it. I've known him since 2007. I know everything that goes on in D.C. that anyone whispers about. I believe this is disgusting, repulsive, and wholly made up. And no, you don't sue people who put that out there because public figures can't win such lawsuits and smear spread when you touch them. Hugh Hewitt, weekday mornings at 5, right before Sam Malone at 7 on AM 1070. The answer... The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. And that's what Charles did. Hello, Charles. How are you doing? Charles? Yeah, okay. uh, doing fine. Thank Great. you. Uh, I used to work for a company that uh, was a 401k that... Uh, their, uh, I guess their, their, most of their, uh, fun, uh, the, the 401k funds were, were under the uh, Vanguard umbrella. Okay. And, uh, Van, uh, apparently, I guess at one point, Vanguard had teamed up with one of these, uh, search type outfits or a search, I'm not search engine, but, uh, advisory companies. Well, actually, it was, uh, financial engines. And, and it, they are, they were offering this thing as a, as kind of a side note or whatever, if you were interested, you could sign up with them. And of course, they were clear about the quarterly fees and all this stuff. But I, I when I called the the fund family, I said, "Look, I said you people are promoting this outfit or whatever, and there's a fee associated with it." But I said, "The one thing that I don't see that you that nobody seems to be talking about is a track record." I said, "I don't see any." 
two, three, five year or 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 longer uh, performance record here to see how people are doing if they invest with this company. And and uh, I never could get anything out of them. And I thought, well, I'm wondering if you know, and I don't know if they have other competitors as well. But what are your thoughts on these type of outfits that? I mean, it seems like all they do is they, you know, they're, they're quick to, to provide you a quarterly fee, but you can't, you don't seem to know. I mean, people have just blindly uh, uh, go with these outfits, and then the, come to find out that either w- whether whether it works out or not, you never can find out what the performance. Yeah, is well, on here, here here's the thing: was it was that like one of the the, the new robotic ones or? Uh, no, 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 no. This was just. Wait. This was like about five years ago. Well, I mean, look, here, here's the thing is a lot of things, either you can do the track record on on how you've done uh, a lot of particularly with there's so much technical work being done and so much being run by the computers that that you're seeing a lot of people back test these things in coming up with the track record, which means they come up with a strategy and then they back test it through the system, and then, then, then they, they, they say that that's it. I mean, it, it gets real difficult to sit there and, 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 and pick out the exact strategies and then get people to, with, to withhold them. What you really want to do is you want to come up with a strategy that you think is going to work, and, and it, it might be a growth strategy. It might be a value strategy. It might be using uh, uh, technicals. It might be all types of different things and go that route. I mean, I, I think that's the thing. It, it, it's very hard to maintain track records over any length of time because markets are always changing, and, and that that's the really difficult thing about this. And 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 some you just never know. And and then and the other problem you don't know if the person's left that that had the track record or a number of other things out there, particularly with the mutual fund companies. And and what I found is. Is the best way to go is is you pick a strategy. I mean, there's some people out there, Charles. That'll their strategy is is look. I just believe that the market's going to go up. I'm in the index is the S and P 500. It's got the best long term track record. There's other guys that think the market's going to be in trouble. Uh, they they want some some other type of strategy to protect them. Uh, there's value guys in that. That I think is the thing you want to watch, and that's what you're going to be most comfortable with. By the way. Yeah, I, I guess what they were questioning here was because this was an employee type thing. What they wanted to know was your risk level and things like that. And then this this particular software thing, well, not a software, actually it was probably an advisory type firm, would then put you in some sort of program. But the thing of it is, is what, what, what troubled me was is I could never get a performance out of them. And, and I thought to myself, well, if this is so good, why aren't they touting how they're doing with various companies in terms of the employees' performance in a 401k? And they never provided that information. So I told, I, I basically told them, I said, well, if you're going to take a quarterly fee out of my 401k, I got to see some performance stuff first. And I just left it at that. I never bothered with it. But I, I was just curious. It must yeah, be- I mean, I, Charles, I, I mean, I think that's a good point. But in, in what you got to do is you got to have to find what you're most comfortable with. And what we find is is people want certain types of strategies, and, and they and they're willing to to ride through those strategies. And if they're not, the the other stuff isn't going to. And, and one of the problems they're starting to really run into with a lot of these things you're going to see is the is the SEC and a lot of people are really cracking down on a lot of this stuff out there. And, there, and there's been a lot of people that have been using uh, different types of strategies in performance numbers that have just been false. Right. And just one final note, uh, Ted, just uh, uh, with regard to your comment on Tesla, 
Yeah. One thing people that aren't keeping in mind is these cars only go so far. You you can't drive across the country in these things. So no. I, that's a lot of that's a lot of money for something that you can only run around to the grocery store and stuff. So yeah, no, it really is, and that's the problem you run into with them. Sure. Enjoy talking with you, Ted. Thanks. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate it. Now, Charles has got some good points on this, and this is one of the things that that, that we're seeing a lot of out there. Uh, yeah, well, by the way, one interesting thing is our strategy at Max Out Savings Advisors has is, is really been we have uh, – what I've found is we've done a lot of different risk analysis with people, and, and what we find is is most people's risk parameters kind of go toward the center and and, and and the real more worrisome thing in after twenty five plus years in this business to me is is you tell people you do risk analysis for them and they'll tell you, oh yeah, yeah, we're willing to withstand risk. We're comfortable with drawdowns in the market. What I discovered is they're really not. And and so when when they do, when you do get a situation like two thousand and eight, or this started in nineteen eighty seven, with me, I. I realized that that people really tend to panic, and and so uh, we've been very very good at managing risk. It, it, but what? It, so my strategy in our strategy, the firm has really been more of look. Let's try to put people in a risk based program, and unless they just have something like look, I can't lose a dime, uh, type of thing, or I have special needs for this account. Most people we think should be in a in a risk managed portfolio because what we find is that the the problem tends not to be the people that can't take any risk because that you can deal with the, the the bigger problem that's much harder to to, to ascertain from these from doing risk managed uh, our searches with people when we analyze risk managed with is, is we I, I don't think they're really honest with themselves on how much risk they're willing to to take I mean a lot of people talk a bigger game. That, that that they really have in that situation, and, and that that's one of the things that that I've really come out of this business and understood. Uh, one other interesting thing is we're talking about that Tesla Model Three and uh, uh, transportation for retirement. Most of our client, a lot of our retirement, uh, our clients are retirees. That's what we manage is retirement money at Max Out Saving Advisors. Sixteen percent of your annual spending is going to be on uh, transportation. That's a big number. And coming here in Houston, Texas, uh, it, it tends – I mean we do a lot of driving in this town. A friend of mine in the car business one time told me Houston's one of the top, if not the top car market in the country because people drive so much. They're turning over their cars all the time. And uh, they tend to buy big trucks because we're Texas, so it's even more profitable. But it, this is a big car, car town, so to speak. But understand when you retire – one of the things you, you want to look at is if you're way out in the in the suburbs or something, you're going to be in town a lot at retirement. Maybe it's time you move into town, cut cut your commuting cost. I mean, take a look at at commuting costs. This is something that we find a lot of our retirees don't take a lot of, of 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 things into account. And sometimes, if you're living in close to a place, you can walk to the grocery store just around the corner, or if there's two of you, you can get by with one car because everything is so close. It might be. It's a good way to cut your expenses. Uh, you know, I really, I, I, I'm real hesitant to really analyze exactly how much I spend on on transportation. It's a frightening number. Uh, and uh, just gasoline alone is extraordinary. And and uh, yeah, I tend to be in and out of town at least six days a week. I come in for the show sometimes. Typically at seven to come in town for church. And so, 
we put a lot of miles in the car. Whereas if we were tired and moving into town, we'd save a huge amount of money on on, on, ins- on transportation. So what the message I want to get across to retirees is is take a look at your transportation costs and really analyze. Can I hey can I get into can I move to a little closer location where I don't have to drive around so much and I can cut my transportation cost? Something to look at. Uh, you got to balance that sometimes with the, it's more expensive living in the city, and uh, but but when you factor things in, factor in the transportation cost. So if you got any questions, the comment seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here in the Max Out Savings Show. The uh, uh, one thing I wanted to touch base on was uh, was stretched IRAs in in. What is a stretch IRA? It really is what that is. Is you take your IRA and 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 you want to sit there. If if you if you inherit an IRA, you want to stretch it out and get the longest possible returns. It used to be you had to try to get it. They had a couple ways. Uh, one of the ways they really wanted to get it rid of it in five years, and and then they came up with the the beneficiary IRA. So you have to you have to sit there and pay it out each year. So if you inherit an IRA. You, you you automatically have to start taking money out. It's based on your age, which means if you inherit the IRA when you're 30 years old, it's going to be a much smaller number than if you inherit the IRA when you're 70 years old. But you have to start taking it out. And the the theory is is the government wants you to sit there and take this money down. And and now if you're a spouse, the most important thing to do is you don't want an inherited IRA. You want to roll that over into your own IRA. The spouse is the only person that can have a spousal rollover, so you roll it over. But it, one of the things, to people, a, a, a number of our clients, they would like, they really try not to touch their IRA. I got a, a, a thing in the mail. A client took out too much money last year. They're trying to figure out how to put it back in. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to tell them that they probably can't put it back in. But – the government really wants that money out of the IRA. That's why they have the required minimum distributions. Once you turn 70 and a half, you have to start taking these or if you have an inherited IRA. Uh, but one of the worrisome things out there is this, this – we've been talking about this, this real war on wealth that, that the Democratic Party and the Obama administration have been going after. And, and I really don't think they, – they've been exceedingly shrewd about how they do it. It's all very low, very under the radar. And what they figure out is let's go for what we can really make a difference to get our, our – what we want done, our goals done, our, but without – upsetting anybody. In one of the ways they're looking at, they, they proposed if you inherit an IRA, you have to take out all the money within five years. And, and with the idea that it's not fair for people for, to inherit a big million dollar or half a million dollar IRA. It's, it's not fair to, to the other people in the country. They didn't have the million dollars or the half a million dollars. So if a person has a million dollar IRA and they, they, they go through retirement, it's worth a million dollars, they pass away and they give their kids each a half a million dollars to get the, the, the inherited IRA, that's not fair to the other people, other people out there. It, it's this redistribution of wealth that's going on, and it's deadly serious. These people mean business, and they're floating these trial balloons. They're trying to see which way they can go and how they can maneuver to get these things in there. And this is why we have to be on guard so much to protect our clients' money. You know, we, we, talk, we talk to our congressmen. Uh, we meet with them. We meet with, 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 with people in, in on the, sometimes on the different committees to ensure that, hey, is this stuff being protected out there? Because it is a battle. And, and 
the you know eventually they're going to go after everybody's money. They're going to go after really rich. They're not going to upset these people now. They're going after the middle class's money because they have less power. It, but eventually they're going to go after they're going to go after the foundation's money. They're going to go after everybody's money and try to get it out of there. And and what we have to understand is is the 401k plan is the greatest wealth building program out there. This is why we talk so much about this on the show. You put away 10% plus your company match for retirement. And if you just work throughout your life, you're going to have and put that, you're going to have a good retirement and you're going to have a good retirement and you're probably going to have something to give away for your kids. If you want to, the Obama administration, they'd like to have everybody instead of rolling it over into their million dollars into a an IRA roller. They want everybody to take a pension. They want everybody to be pensioners in the country. They don't want people to be to own wealth because the problem is if you own wealth, you're an owner. You have a vested interest in the country and you want to protect it. They want everyone. And this is a, a this is a real concern. We're going to have to sit there and really fight. And, and the good thing about this is people have taken notice. This is why you've seen massive, massive uh, voter turnout in the Republican Party because people are fed up with this type of stuff. They're fed up with people with redistribution of wealth, uh, income inequality and everything else out there. It should be based on hard work. Everybody knows not everybody's lucky and quite a bit of it's luck, but you at least want to have that opportunity. The American people want a chance to build up wealth. They want to have dreams. They want to have a future. They don't want to live in communist China. They don't want to live in Russia, and they don't want to live in some socialist paradise like Venezuela. And so the good news is the Republicans and the conservatives have woken up to this threat, and now I think you're going to see some heavy-duty uh, voting and different things on But understand that the administration is after your IRA, and you have to protect your IRA, and you have to make sure that you stay engaged politically because they're, they're, the, the Obama administration proposed that, uh, that elimination of the stretch IRA in traditional and Roth IRAs, uh, and what they, want, uh, they want the IRAs to be fully distributed within no more than five years so they get the tax money. And so this is, this is sort of the world we're dealing with. It's still – by the way, don't be – here, now, you can say, well, I'm not putting any money in IRAs. Here's the difference. Nothing – there's not another better wealth accumulator out there than 401K, 403B, your big savings programs. you got to keep going with them, but you just have to make sure they're protected. Now, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings. By the way, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our free newsletter or the seminar coming up. There's a lot of great stuff. It's, it, the seminar is free. The newsletter is free. And you can also set up an appointment to meet me with you'd like maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 auto insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. 
Denver. We're standing by at 800-749-2984. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-749-2984. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-749-2984. That's 800-749-2984. Once more, 800-749-2984. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review. Do you believe in punishment for abortion? Yes or no? Is a principle? Uh, the answer is that there has to be some form of punishment. For the woman? Yeah. That was Donald Trump Wednesday. This latest has led to more talk of an open convention. I wouldn't want to be the guy in charge of that convention. We'll also hear from the rising Senator Ted Cruz. I think if the Washington dealmakers try to change the rules to cook the books and insert their favorite dealmaker, I think there would rightly be a revolt of the voters. And later, a look at the reasons behind terrorism. They're stumped. Is it introversion? Is it extroversion? Is it economic privation? Is it the moons of Saturn are aligned yeah. or not aligned? We'll cover that and much more. Join us for our program and visit our new website at townhallreview.com. If you missed the big stories this week, you can catch up with Town Hall Review, Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Yeah, we were just talking off air. You know, it's real interesting with this the election, uh, the election coming up in the con- uh, in the convention. A lot of people are like pushing to have the the voting done during the during the day. No, you want the voting done for the nominee done at night, where the American people are going to be home and everybody in the country is going to be watching this. And you want these people, you want them to know that everyone in the country is watching them. It's going to prevent some type of shenanigans that are going to try to you know cheat Ted Cruz out of getting the getting the nomination. And I think that's really important, by the way. Uh, I mean, I, I think our Texan Ted Cruz is doing extremely well. It's exciting. Now, if you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. The, got a number of calls holding. Let's take a call from Lily. Hello, Lily. Uh, Lily, I, I'm Lily. Ted, yes. I am uh, driving, so I'll probably hang up while you answer. I'm okay. sorry. I just got in the car and I got the tail end of your conversation about, um, the IRA, and I have a small, and I just invested a little after I turned 65 okay. for 15000 and I've taken a, a couple or three dis, uh, redistributions. I um, willed this to my daughter, and I made a big note on it that at my death, you, you know, you you can take all of this, but it just sounds to me like that's not true. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lily, let me explain that to you. Okay, with, uh, when something happens to the owner of the IRA... The, there's beneficiary form, and on that beneficiary form, you you can say who it goes to. 
at at that point in time, the 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 brokerage firm holding the assets, once they get all the paperwork, will retitle it the Lily IRA, that Lily's daughter, uh, Lily's IRA for the benefit of uh, Lily. It's a beneficiary IRA with your name and your daughter's name on it. And so she'll have 100% access to it. The problem is, is the government would like you to take it out possibly within five years so they get the taxes on it. Okay, well, I, I wish I had never invested in it. I would like to have it out now, but I talked to my accountant, and they said, your your penalty is going to be so so much, you just wouldn't want to. I just wanted to get rid of it. Well, no, here's a good thing, Lily. Just leave your IRA alone. It's going to grow tax-free, and you're 65. You're going to be around for a while, so you're going to get maybe another 10, 20, 30 years of tax-free growth on that IRA. So instead of 16000 maybe in 10, 20 years, that thing might be worth fifty, sixty thousand or more. Okay, well, I don't see it growing. I just see every time I take out uh, uh, my money, then it's just that much less in there. I don't well, if you take out the money, it won't grow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in other words, if I die, though, I can will it to her, and she'll get it all, and she won't have to just take uh, money out every uh, year. Yep, that's yeah, that's correct. By the do now. yeah, and by the way, uh, the IRA, the, those IRA forms supersede the will, so people should understand that. Which means okay, those well, are what gets it's done. That's the best news I've heard. All right, thank you very much. Thanks for the call, Lily. Okay, now we have a call from Daniel. Hello, Daniel. How you doing? I'm doing great, Ted. Thanks very much. Always enjoy your show. Thank you. Look, look, Ted. The um, Seriously, you're talking about these Obama changes. Unless the Republicans in Congress sell us out, he can't do anything. Yeah, no, that that's what they're trying to do. I, you know, I'm going to be meeting with uh, one of the people on the Financial Services Committee here in the next month or so, and uh, to you know really go over this with them. But yeah, they're they're going to try to stop it. But but the, but the, yeah, yeah, anytime they put these trial balloons out there, they're trying to lay the groundwork. Maybe not to get it done this time, but if for instance, if Hillary wins and we have a, a recession or something, I I could see them tr- trying to push this through if the Democrats get in Congress. But the whole thing is, Ted, if Republicans are still in charge of Congress, unless they sell us out, and I think the general public is so irate right now, yeah. these guys may not be in office. I'm not going to vote for some rhino. Yeah, Bottom the, line is, if, if the guy's not a Tea Party conservative, I'm not voting for him. Yeah, look, and I tell you what, I, I think what the best thing that's come out of all of this in this election so far is that I, I believe our, our congressmen really get the message that that they want something done done for the American people. And, and by the way, I'm not convinced the message is you vote completely conservative 100% of the time. The message is you watch out for the American people, and that's not been done. Okay, well, thanks for your comment, Ted. Yeah, no, good good, good points, Daniel. And, and, and by the way, this is this is dead on the water in the Republican uh in the Republican Congress, they're not going to put up with this, but it. But the Obama administration is trying to, to lay the groundwork for this. Let's take a. Uh, well, actually, we had our call drop off, but if you got a question or comment, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll, we'll get your questions answered. But this is. I mean, this is very controversial. Uh, here, here's the situation out there. As a lot of, as I said, the four hundred one k plan is the best 
This is the biggest wealth-generating tool the middle class has had in the last 50 to 60 years, which is exciting. The, the problem is this is built up to a lot of money, and, and government officials are kind of looking at it, trying to figure out how to get a hold of your money. And that's what we have to just make sure that, whoa, this is the American people's money. They saved up bit by bit for retirement for this money with the idea it's going to be used for their money and to pass on to their kids. And that's why we want to kind of protect them uh, to, to ensure that, that, that we – that we do this, and 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 I, and I think we're in good shape. The Republicans have complete control of Congress, and they're going to protect it. Let's take a call from Carl. Hello, Carl. How you doing? I am good this morning. How are you? Great, thank you. Uh, what I was wondering, you know, things have gotten a little better, at least uh, in the markets. Uh, are you still thinking thirteen five by the end of the year, or do you think that things are? improving radically. Yeah, look, I, I still think we go back down. Uh, what, what's happened in the last couple week, last week or so is Janet Yellen has kind of come out as an uber dove, in, in what I, which, which is a fancy way of saying that, that she's going to try not to raise rates. Uh, we've seen some better economic numbers. I still don't like the jobs numbers. The manufacturing is really continuing to do poorly right now in the country. And, and uh, we, we saw some disastrous uh, import-export numbers come out of Japan this week. Uh, China is not looking good at all. And, and so uh, I, I did some uh, some work. I came across the thing that the if you if you look at the presidential cycle on a quarterly basis in returns in the S and P five hundred over a four year time frame, the worst quarter is the second quarter of the fourth year, which we just started uh, Friday. Uh, and the reason is, is because this is the most unknown. Look, let's be realistic. Nobody has a clue. We don't know if it's going to be Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, or Bernie Sanders at this juncture. And, and there's people making cases for all of them. And, and it's a maximum uncertainty going on in the presidential election. Uh, also, th- another interesting statistic here, uh, Carl, is is that do you realize that the market – ended up fractionally up year-to-date for the quarter. I, I think it's 0.7%. Yes. Yeah. It had the biggest drawdown in history since 1900, down 11.4%, and then came back up. The biggest For a positive quarter, this has been the biggest drawdown in history during that quarter. And, and, and so I, I, don't, I don't think this is going to happen. I think they're trying to drop the dollar and uh, they're trying to drop the dollar, push up commodity prices, and push up oil, and prevent the Chinese from devaluing because they're worried the Chinese are going to de- devaluation is going to flood, is going to flood the uh, the world with deflation. I, I think this is a gambit by the Federal Reserve. The reason you should be concerned is they're dropping the dollar, but interest rates are going down as well. And what this means is if, if, if things were getting better, the dollar was going down and rates would be going up somehow. And commodity prices this week dropped. Interest rate, the 10-year rate dropped, but the dollar dropped as well. And it should have been the other way around for the dollar. And if the dollar dropped, then commodities should have jumped and they didn't. So I think the economy is weaker than people perceive. Thank you very much. Because yeah, because I was looking at interest rates, and I, I yeah, I got to admit, yes, to me it's a little confusing why interest rates uh, on like the ten year continue to go down, and you know, with if the market's going up, I would think, and with the job rate, you would think that uh, things would be. You would think uh, rates would go up. Would go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that, and look. By the way, we're our, for our clients. We're long uh, Treasury ETFs in here because of that. We think there's a flight to quality, and we're watching that. that which the, the key things you want to watch in this market right now is the direction of the dollar and the direction of the ten year. 
I'm sorry, the dollar, what was the second one? The 10-year yield. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Okay, thanks, Carl. Good questions. Let's take a call from Matt at 713-339-1070. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Great. Thank you. Question about converting to Roth IRAs. If you would recommend it, I'm 52 years old. Uh I have a lot of concern about taxes being way higher in the future. Yes. As well as I do have, I also have major concerns about them changing the rules on Roth IRAs in the future, too, and then how that money becoming in jeopardy. Yeah, look, here's my thinking on the Roths is they're talking about making the changes for the IRAs, which is really kind of the core of the retirement wealth in this country. I think it's a lot easier to make changes to a Roth. I think they can kind of say, "Look, these people are getting tax-free growth. It's they, you know, they 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 uh, they can take the money out tax-free. This is way too good of a deal." And I think you're going to see some changes there. I, I think those those could be some of the bigger changes out there. I, I, look, if if you look in the economy in the future where there's a problem, one of the things they can kind of do is force money out of a couple areas: the IRA rollovers, uh. Roth IRAs and big endowments. And I think the easiest of the two is the Roth and the big endowments. And so we've not really encouraged people to sit there and pay the taxes and get the money uh, and and do the conversions from an IRA to the Roth because I just think they're going to change the rules on you there quicker. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. So okay, but but good. I mean, there, if if you're in a low bracket and you can sort of do a small amount, maybe do some of it. But other than that, for bigger amounts, I just don't think it's worth it. Appreciate the advice. Okay. Thanks, Matt. That was a question on, on uh, Roth uh, conversions. And uh, we, we talked to a lot of people. It, the uh, it, it is uh, – one thing I came across the thing uh, here for you, Matt, is the negative interest rates that have prevailed so far in 2016 are what make a good time to con- consider converting to a Roth, with the theory being is 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 that – that 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 you're going to uh, th- that it's easier to t- I don't really believe that I you know we're just not being I think they're going to change the rules in the Roth is what I think is going to happen and and then it, you're not going to gain as much as you think. Uh, what I, I wanted to touch base a couple things. Uh, We've got our seminar coming up here at the, uh, I believe, Thursday in NASA. Uh, we rescheduled this one. If you'd like to uh, to go, it's a free seminar. We're going to be talking about a lot of these things, a lot our outlooks for the market, uh, the you know where we think things are going, and how to get income at retirement in this low interest rate environment. Uh, I wanted to also just touch base on the, uh, you know, I kind of covered some of this in the, in the call a minute ago, but. But the dollar is close to breaking down, and I think there's been some type of deal to push the dollar lower so China doesn't have to devalue. And I think the thinking is this is also going to help emerging markets that have a lot of dollar-denominated debt. Now, this should put a floor underneath commodity prices. It hasn't done that yet, and that's kind of a concern, and that tells us things are much weaker than than, than we thought. Uh, and, and the 10 years still isn't going up. And this is what we're kind of watching. I believe the deal is in place. They really, the biggest trade out there was a lot of hedge funds were shorting the Chinese yuan. And, and, I, and I, I, I think they're trying to stop that. But, but I, I do think this is something we want to watch. And I, and I think it, it's going to be good for th- th- this. What, if, the, if there is a strategy to push the dollar down, it's going to be good for gold and it's going to be good, it's going to be good for precious metals and possibly oil. 
Gold was the number one asset class at the first quarter. I mean, uh, the big the, the, the asset classes that did the best in this quarter were were basically uh, in the U.S. were were gold, silver, were were uh, treasuries and, and money market and things like those were the big big winners. And I think I I still think the precious metals boom is intact. We pulled some money for some of our clients that have had in precious metals after the big run-up. We're looking to reestablish in that area. I think you could see them try to push the dollar lower. And I think this is going to be one of the big stories going forward. And we're trying to kind of gauge how this is all playing out right now. We're going to have some more on that. Uh, uh, the, the fact that that, that the dollar is going down and the Federal Reserve president is, has been so uh, – Janet Yellen has become much more dovish, is very bullish for gold and precious metals. And by the way, I wanted to cover that, that silver typically trades between about 35 and, and 80 times the value of, of, of gold. And right now it, it's, it's about 70 uh, – it's about 81 times the number. And, and so silver is much cheaper versus gold. And so I think that's interesting. Now, two now two things can happen. Gold can go plunging back down, and, and, and then that valuation comes in line. But it, it means sort of silver's a better play. The only time this has happened in the past, I really I went and looked at some numbers. It was the 1930s. I believe it was the late 1980s, and it was 2009. It tends to be because silver crashes down because it's more of an industrial commodity, which these have all been put down. Anyway, something to think about. You can invest in that through the SLV. Uh, look, if you haven't gone to the website, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free newsletter, sign up for the seminar, or sign up. I'll sit down and meet with you and show you how we manage money at maxoutsavings.com. Hey, thanks a lot for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. we see you next week right here on the show. Have a good weekend. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.